Welcome to the Heart-Led Revolution Podcast. I'm your host, Rave Reed. I'm a women's empowerment coach, hypno-breathwork guide, and mentor to visionary coaches with heart-led missions. I created the Heart-Led Revolution to lead a movement. The mission is for us women to step more into our feminine power, to lead with our hearts, and to pioneer a new way of being. May every episode be a catalyst for your healing, your turn on, your wealth, and your freedom. It's time for us to lead, to be brave, to be vulnerable, to share our unique gifts with the world, to trust our intuition fully, and to live our lives unapologetically. Thank you so much for being here, for staying open, for staying curious. I appreciate your support, and I look forward to being with you in the show. Episode number one. We are here. Taking me a while to find the courage to use my voice in this way. And it just means the world to me that you are here, that you're listening, that you're open to receive. So yeah, thank you for being here. Someone asked me the other day, how did you discover your voice? And I thought this was really interesting because I'm actually reading a book right now called Show Your Work by Austin Kleon. And in the book, he says, you discover your voice by using your voice. You can't find your voice if you don't use it. So here I am finding my voice, using my voice, hoping to share my heart with you and just inspire you to also use your voice and allow myself to mess up and learn along the way and be solution oriented and trust my intuition that I'm meant to be doing this right now. So thanks for being here. My story of when I was a child, I was actually very shy. I was a very quiet child. My mom was always so worried about me. She was worried that I was shy and I wouldn't talk very much. And, you know, she even put me in modeling school when I was like, I don't know, 12 or 13 or something like that. She wanted me to be in modeling school to gain confidence. And I was just so uncomfortable with any attention. Like I thought if people weren't paying attention to me that it was better. And when people were noticing me or complimenting me or saying my eyes are pretty or I felt so uncomfortable and I didn't even know how to receive a compliment really until the past few years. I've been working on allowing myself to receive words from people and compliments and, um, just really allowing myself to feel that love in my body. And I had to really learn that it's okay to be seen. And I actually desire deep down to be seen and to be loved and to be heard. And you know, that what I have to say and who I am matters. And it really has been a journey. Let me tell you, I mean, we're just getting started here, but I am human. And that sounds like such a simple thing to talk about, but I really want to dive into 
how each and every one of us are just human. And I consider myself a spiritual person and I have spiritual practices. And I also consider myself a coach, a women's empowerment coach, life coach. And I believe just because you're spiritual doesn't mean you're always Zen. You never have fears. You're always in flow higher than everybody else. I definitely do not believe that, you know, and if someone is a life coach, it also doesn't mean that they are perfect or they have the perfect life. I truly believe we, we got to stop putting people on a pedestal, spiritual people, healers, teachers, facilitators, quote unquote, gurus, coaches, multimillionaires, celebrities, you know, the moment we put someone on a pedestal is the moment we set ourselves up for disappointment. We got to remember that humans are humans. We all mess up. We're all imperfect. We're all going through our own journey at different timelines. And just to remember that. And with that being said is why is it so scary to use our voice? Why do so many of us get nervous and end up not posting, not sharing, not saying the thing, not confronting, not standing in our truth. Why don't we use our voice? We're worried about what people will think, right? That's typically the case. We're worried about people judging us and what are they going to think? What are they going to say? What are they going to say behind my back? Are they going to think that I'm crazy? They're going to think I'm woo-woo. Are they going to be annoyed of me? Are they going to think I'm too much? Are they not going to get me? Are they going to unfollow me? Are they not going to like me? What is my old friend from high school's new wife's cousin going to think of me? Like, really? I mean, you've definitely thought some of these, right? And that's really what keeps us small and keeps us quiet is the fear of what other people will think of us. And something that I keep saying to myself and to my clients, my one-to-one clients is, why do I need everyone to like me? I don't even like everyone. Let that land for a second. Why do I need everyone to like me? I don't even like everyone. So why do we expect everyone to resonate with us and to like us and to want to follow us when we unfollow people, we don't like people and I keep my circle small. I'm really intentional about who I listen to and what's in my vicinity and who I follow on social media. So why do I need everyone to like me? I don't need everyone to like me. I truly just want my people, my community, my ride or dies, my best friends, my soulmate clients. That's who I want in my circle. And if my voice doesn't resonate with certain people, then they're not my people. They're not my clients, my dream clients. They're not my friends. They're not the people who truly love me yet. And I like to emphasize on yet. They might not be for me right now, and that's okay. We got to trust people's timelines that right now I may not be the best fit for them, but maybe I will be later. We have to trust that people will lead themselves to where they need to go and that they know what's best for themselves. 
right? Who am I to say that I'm the best person for them? We have to trust and give people that power that they can make the decisions and what's best for them, right? We never want to force people to be with us just like in a relationship, like that we know how that feels. It doesn't feel good when we force being in a relationship or we feel like the person that we're with is holding on to us so tight and we don't have the freedom to do what we want to do and use our intuition and lead with our hearts, right? I trust that whoever is meant to be in my life will want to be there. And you know, I'm just going to keep using my voice. I'm going to shout it from the rooftops and keep doing what I'm doing until the people that are looking for me find me. And can I have the courage to be relatable to some people, my people? And can I stop trying to tone myself down to be relatable to everybody? And for me, it's never about how many likes I get or how many followers I have. What matters to me is the depth of connection. That's why I created the heart led revolution is I want to create a safe space where there's other humans that want to lead their lives with their hearts and want to connect on a deeper level and want to pave a new path. I'm going to be using my voice and I'm going to be sharing about my experiences and I'm going to be inviting you in and I'm going to be sharing about my business and my insights and things that light me up and my offers and things that I'm really so excited about. And if you're here, that's amazing. That's exciting. And if not, you know, you can unfollow me. You can mute me. You don't have to be listening to me. You know, we always have to remember that people can unfollow us in the online world. You think about the online world. It's the same thing as being in real life, right? We don't hang out with people we don't like. We don't go to the park with them or go work out with them. You know, it's the same thing. You can unfollow them online. You can unfollow them in real life. So Know that if people are following you, they are opting in. And if they are following you and getting triggered and actually don't like you, that is their problem. They have not set up boundaries for themselves and it really has nothing to do with you and it's none of your business, right? We got to keep using our voice and finding the courage to lead and finding the courage to be vulnerable, finding the courage to use our voice when we're in a society that tells us, especially us women to be small and to stay small and to be quiet, knowing that other people's opinions and judgments of us are really none of our business. A question that I ask myself lately, instead of choosing the fear, I choose faith, right? Faith over fear. But a question that I always ask myself is what gets to exist in the world because I showed up today? What gets to exist in the world because I use my voice, because I led with my heart, because I trusted my intuition and I'm sharing what I'm sharing because it's coming from a place of authenticity and it's coming from my heart and it's something that I just feel like sharing for me. And, you know, if it just touches one person, just one person, one soulmate client, one friend, one human that needed to hear this today, one whole human with a beating heart, that's all that matters. And always, 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 I'm committed to my leadership over their opinion of me. 
if I'm going through the fear spiral and the what ifs and what are they saying, I ask myself, is this real and true? You know, do I really have evidence for this or is it all in my head? Where is the evidence? And this is where things get juicy. If you are worried about other people judging you, ask yourself, am I judging other people? You know, if I'm afraid people will think this is too much. I'm afraid that people are going to think that I'm bragging. Often those thoughts don't even exist in their mind. It's just a projection of our own biggest fears. And, you know, start to notice, are you judging other people in person, online, whatever it is for using their voice? And, you know, the moment you judge someone for the way they express their bigness, we cut ours in half. So where can we clean that up? Where do we feel like other people need to be humble or where are we judging people for being too much, too expressed? Oh, she's too much, too much of this, too much of that. She's annoying. Are you worried about that? People are going to say that about you because you're thinking that about other people. I stopped worrying so much if I'm too much when I healed that within myself. You know, when I'm so worried about being too much or I'm looking at people and saying, oof, that's too much, that's too far, then I'm constantly worried about it myself when I try to speak up, when I try to be seen. So remember, projection of your own greatest fears sometimes. So where can we clean that up? Where do we feel like other people need to be quiet and humble? So your fears about what they think are sometimes your own fears. And people surprise you. Sometimes people are actually inspired by you. They aren't even triggered. And again, other people's opinions are not our business. And we can't control what people think anyways. And what we can control is our own stuff. We can clean up our own thoughts, our own negative thoughts about others. And choose to not judge other people. And a question I ask myself too, is am I willing to belong to myself first? Am I willing to stand in my truth? That's why it always comes back to my intuition. Does this feel right within my body? Does it feel expansive to share? Does it feel like it's the highest good for all? And am I being heart led? Am I leading with my heart? Am I leading with kindness? truly believe we got to heal the sisterhood wound. You know, feminine relationships have really been built on triggers or trauma bonding. So, you know, let's really set the intention to love and celebrate each other. And if we have triggers to investigate them, what is it here to teach you? What, why am I feeling this high emotion? Why am I feeling triggered? Everyone is a mirror and we can only see things in others that we can see within ourselves. And each person is a mirror reflecting parts of you back to you and they reflect parts of you you're unwilling to see. And you can use this to help your inner growth. You know, any resistance triggers or judgments can be used for feedback. Everyone in our lives is just consciousness being reflected back and we can notice the perceptions that we have on others and ourselves, and how that impacts our relationships. 
if say jealousy arises, you can use this as an invitation to appreciate others and get closer to your own dreams and visions and triggers are trailheads. Intentionally shift competition into celebration. And when we witness our desire in others, we understand that it's possible for us too. Like I use all of my triggers to heal. I use all of the feedback for awareness. I use all resistance to ascend. I will give a few examples. There's two women that I have followed on and off on Instagram. One is Tara Mora Love. The other one is Ashay Sandara. And I, at this point, I truly love watching them and I have learned so much from them. And even though I haven't hired them as high level one-to-one coaches or been in their masterminds, I noticed when I first found them, I was triggered by both of them. They are both very sexual and sensual online, and they are just so expressive in that and the way that they move their bodies, the way that they show their public display of affection with their partners on social media. And I started asking myself, like, why am I feeling triggered? Like everything that they post and share and their values, I seem to resonate with. I'm very, I agree with a lot of what they're saying, but why is it the way that they move bothers me? So I started asking myself that, and it really is because I haven't given myself that sexual freedom, that sexual expression, you know, in real life and online. I haven't really dived deep into my sexuality like they have. You know, it's only been the past few years that I've really allowed myself to love my body and really believe that I am deserving of pleasure and love and a healthy relationship. So of course that they triggered me when I first found them. I mean, if anything, now I look at them and I'm like, wow, I am so inspired by them. Like I was a little jealous because I don't have that yet. And now that I have that awareness, it's not, oh, I'm going to block them and delete them and ew, who do they think they are and let all my judgmental thoughts run wild. I was able to look at those thoughts and go, okay, I see that that's there. That doesn't feel good in my body, right? Whenever something doesn't feel good, like me thinking the thoughts of, Ew, who do they think they are? Why are they so sexual online? Da, 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 da. It doesn't feel like my heart is opening. It doesn't feel expansive. It feels contracting. It makes my shoulders want to crunch in. And that's when I know it's not the truth. And for a while, I did unfollow them. And for a while, I did mute them because I couldn't handle it. It triggered me. It I felt these high emotions and I didn't know why, but now that I am more aware and I've been asking these powerful questions, I'm able to shift my view of them and really alchemize it to empathy and compassion, not only to them, but mostly to myself. You know, sometimes we can feel triggered or jealous when we see someone going for it. And it's because we haven't given ourselves permission to do that thing yet. But now I see it lives within me too. I desire that. That's why it brought this high emotion to me. 
you know, why you're able to see that in other people, it's because it exists within you. You can see that because it exists within you. And you know, it's not about faking it. It's about peeling back the layers of programming that has not served you so you can become who you truly are. For example, for me, I've realized, oh, why was I feeling those emotions and judgmental towards them? It's because I have these limiting beliefs and this subconscious programming from when I was a child of being sexual is bad. It's wrong. Women should save themselves for marriage and their husband. And anyone who's acting like that is just asking for it and is just a S-L-U-T, which are all things that I really do not believe anymore. But those are things that I heard when I was younger. And once we have this awareness, I truly believe the first step to healing and rewriting these stories and rewiring is awareness. And this is the reason why meditation and breath work, I believe, is so important, is to practice the becoming of the observer and the witness and to simply watch your thoughts come and go like clouds in the sky. You know, these thoughts are not you. You are the thinker of your thoughts, but you are not the thoughts themselves. And again, the first step to healing and rewiring is awareness. So I'd love to end with this. Why are you on this planet? And what are you here to share? You know, you have a voice and a presence and a body here for a reason. So how can you use your voice and be seen and unleash your authentic multidimensional self? I always ask myself, God, universe, where would you have me go? What would you have me do? And what would you have me say? That's always what helps me anchor in my mission, my purpose on this planet. I truly believe when we give ourselves that time and that space to sit in humble curiosity, once we allow ourselves to surrender the control and open ourselves up to receive something bigger to come through, then the universe, God, whatever it is that you believe in, can come in and fill the gaps. I truly believe that my life here is to be of service. So how can we, you, me, be of service today? How can I nourish myself today first? And then how can I serve others? You know, this planet craves the real, imperfectly perfect, vulnerable you. No more filters. Use your voice. You find your voice by using your voice. And let me be an example. Here I am, first episode of a podcast, no idea what the heck I'm doing, how this is sounding, but I feel aligned. I feel in my body. I did a little eight-minute hypno-breath work before this. I'm speaking from my heart. It feels expansive for me. I hope it feels expansive for you. I was a little nervous this whole episode, but that's okay. I decided to do the damn thing anyways. Here I am. Thank you for being here, allowing me to mess up and figure things out as I go. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. And I'm just so grateful for this platform, for this community and for you.
There are so many beautiful, fun, new, exciting ways to work with me and to be in my world and in my community. I would love for you to join. My one-to-one container is open and always taking applications. So if that sounds like you and you want to have and receive high-level one-to-one mentorship where I am basically in your back pocket, you receive hypno-breathwork and mindset empowerment coaching with me, send me a message on Instagram and I'll see you later. Bye. If this episode served you, please share, send it to someone. It could help them heal or create a new perspective in their life. I love when you share on social media, take a screenshot, tag me on Instagram, rave underscore read. And if you feel called to share something you learned or loved from this episode, it would mean so much to me. And please reach out to me personally, send me a message, and let me know how this is resonating with you. Thank you so much for your support. Consider subscribing to this podcast, leaving me a five-star review so we can continue to grow and up-level together. I appreciate you and see you in the next episode.